we are live. What's up, man? Um, how you been? Uh, this is my guest, Mark. He's over here. He's a photographer. He likes to do... He's just an overall really creative guy. And I wanted to have him on, have some fun conversations. He's also my movie guy. I always go to this guy for talk about movies. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. Just always loved movies. Uh, but yeah, uh, I do a little bit of... Uh, I, I actually started out as an art major at a community college. Um, I wanted, I always really wanted to do like manga, like yeah, U- yeah, US yeah. style manga and stuff like that. And hell yeah, I want to do that, but I'd suck at drawing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know if you do or not, <laughs> I your shit, but I'm like, yeah, this guy totally, no, no. Um, uh, and I honestly, I still want to pursue it. I still have a lot of good, uh, ideas and plans that I want to do for like a comic book. I like more of a comic novella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More, yeah. Um, what do you mean by that? Uh, more like a slice of life uh, kind of comic where it's oh, okay. more about talking about like regular life, uh, the struggles and the struggles of the common man just because I don't really uh, see it so much on the big screen. And I'm just like, I see it now the comic books are going mainstream. I want to see like a comic book that's more about uh, just getting dirty and is like, I don't know. It's like kind of a weird, weird, weird world that a lot of people don't get to see a lot of on a day to day. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's actually um, it's funny you bring that up because I do. You know, like you said, a lot of this like anime, fucking comic books. That's just all hitting the mainstream now. You know, before. It was uh, it was kind of a shunned. Like I remember when I was in high school, I, I didn't really know much about it until like I got older. But you know, I used to see those like uh, there were some kids we used to call them. Uh, They're like they were on a hill. They call them hill kids. And I remember all these kids like they fucking liked the anime and shit like that. And you know, I never knew much about it. I was like, you know. And then I got older. All oh, this shit pops. Now you know the shit that's popping is all that stuff those kids liked was. It's probably really normal in high school and colleges now. And then you have like people like Kim Kardashian endorsing anime, shit like that, and fucking. Is it, is it odd to you in a way? Like, because you're yeah. you are a little older than me. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I um, it's really, really, really strange seeing all this stuff go mainstream. I, I was very like shunned for liking any of this stuff. Like yeah. when I was when I was in when I was in high school, you know, I, I hung out with all the nerds. I didn't really hang out with a lot of people outside of that clique, and um, it's really strange seeing. Everybody now all of a sudden swarming on comic books and swarming on anime. Yeah, and so proud of it too. And out out there, but yeah. but you know what? Like as much as people are proud about loving anime now and stuff like that, I still see like the hate for the for the guys that were really into it when they were uh, like when it wasn't as mainstream. Like yeah, like the really devoted guys, the ones that are like buying anime pillows and. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's my life. No, 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 no. That's always the weird part. About no, 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 no. That's the that's and that's the um that's that's where everything kind of like gets confusing for me because I did see both sides of of the coin when it came to how how cool and innovative some of the stuff in anime. Yeah, because I think the storylines are fucking amazing. Right. Exactly. And but the but the people that really latched onto it, they latched onto it because it wasn't mainstream. Yeah. And now they're like, oh, this is mainstream now. I don't want to fuck with it anymore. Yeah, and honestly, um, I feel like a lot of the quality has gone down. Oh, you think so? Re- really? 
Uh, story-wise, yeah. I mean, if you look at the stuff coming out of Japan, like the actual, like, not like, um, not the shonen stuff that you really get to, like, that yeah, you the look big at, names, the big, big names, names like yeah. Dragon Ball. So there used to be a lot of indie indie shows that come out, and then they would get huge, like, uh, like a huge fan base on it, but you'd never see more of it because it's so expensive for the writer to keep on producing the mangas or whatever. Yeah, man- it's more like a tra- it's more like a trailer for the manga. Yeah, no, the animes, yeah, definitely are. Yeah, um, I'm just. I, it takes a lot of work to do the mangas, to put together the mangas. Uh, you know, you got, you think, you know, just some people are drawing it together and it doesn't, no, it takes like a whole building of fucking people to do this shit, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm talking about like shaders and inkers and, you know, you got the main story guy, but I'm sure the, the guy. Yeah, there's always is, a team. There's a team, you know, there's always a team behind them. And, um, I I think I read uh, a a manga about drawing manga. It was it was by the it was by, it was yeah, by the yeah, same yeah. guy who did Death Note. Oh, okay, who did uh, write the story for it, and they adapted it into an anime. And I, I I think at that point that was when I started losing interest in uh, manga and anime altogether, and started focusing more on uh, movies. Yeah, just I mean uh, I I've always. You know, who doesn't watch movies, you know? Yeah. Like, but yeah, it's always weird when you hear someone like, oh, I don't really watch movies. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, I want to say, I want to blame, I want to blame, you know, uh, social media and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean by that? Uh, you know, people like when they scroll through their phones, they only take about, you know, videos are what, like 10, like Vine? When mm-hmm. Vine, like Vine boomed yeah, and it was like, like half a year, yeah. Actually, I don't know how long. No, but. It, it boomed for a while. I mean, until like like until they they uh they shut it down. They weren't making any money, I guess, from advertising because again, the clips were only ten seconds. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like a lot of people's attention span shortened uh, overall, and well, I so think that's everything you know. Look at how innovative like all social media in general, like all, or like you have Instagram, you just slide through pics, you fucking, everything's so fast paced. Now you can't even like, for you to sit down and enjoy something, they, like even, even books, no one sits down and read a book anymore. I don't, I haven't, like I read, when I read books, it's usually like, it's either I'm listening to an audible, uh, uh, on audible, or I'm actually like re- reading in the sauna. It's never like I've like dedicated time to sit down. Cause I've always like, I'm busy doing something else. So I'll have a book playing in the background. I have something else going on. Yeah, no. It's really I'm, hard to actually get the time. Yeah, to get the time to read nowadays or just to actually uh, consume media that is uh, uh, long form. Yeah. Uh, you know, that isn't 30 second, 30 minute episodes of some comedy. And, and then that's the other thing too that you actually get a lot in uh, uh, Marvel movies. Like a lot of people didn't like comic book movies because it didn't have a sense of humor. It took itself yeah. too seriously, the subject matters. But when you look at the comics themselves, the comic writers, they had a sense of humor. This stuff got off because people enjoyed the humor. It was good stories altogether. Yeah. But now they added the sense of humor in, um, in like, the Marvel movies. And they got, you know, that's, I think that's honestly the, the main reason that they actually blew up. Because, like, Iron Man, he was so charis- uh, charismatic. Charismatic. Yeah. And there was, it was, there was bits, you know, jokes. And it, but it wasn't, like, a, um, it wasn't meant to be a comedy movie. It just kept people's attention going going from the next scene to the next. Mm-hmm. And so now I feel like a lot of people don't have the patience to watch a movie like I think because you just don't want to waste your time. You don't wanna you don't wanna end up watching a movie. Say I go watch a movie and it's two and a half hours long and then it ends up being a terrible movie. Yeah. I hate that. No, and I and I and I get the sentiment, but it's just people were already before 
before the internet and everything, people were already expecting to go to the movies regardless. Uh, and if it was the next blockbuster, they were just going to go. Yeah. And I mean, people still do that, obviously. But um, you you were just going to go see a movie. And, and, and there wasn't a lot of movies that were being... Not as much as today. I mean, you can go on Netflix and there's... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's like an, there's an abundance of movies. Maybe I, I'm honestly surprised you don't have a Netflix special right now. Honestly, at this point. <laughs> oh, I know with everyone that just gets one handed to them. Yeah, I mean, it's just. I mean, if you th- I mean, if you look at it, I mean, yes, the market's a little oversaturated. Like that's that's clear. That's clear to anybody. And you see it, and you see like movie after movie, week after week. There's always the big movie. But I think that's always and you know because everyone everyone wants to you know be the next star they want to be the next best director they want to do whatever they want to do and it's just like music you know mu- music's oversaturated you know how hard it is to keep up with music just like movies there are movies that I haven't been able to see in years that I'm barely catching up to now and it's like oh shit this was a really great movie that just fell through the cracks for me yeah um it's just uh there's like a lot um a lot of uh a lot of what uh, I feel like uh, it's just gotten a lot easier to make movies. I mean, not yeah, not make them in the sense of. I mean, you can do it with your iPhone. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 you can you can physically make a movie. Yeah, very cheaply now. But uh, now to make a really good movie, you want to make something that stands out, something that that really catches people. Um, on like, uh, that's uh, an original idea. Yeah, you yeah. think do you, do you think good writing has a lot to do with that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, if you don't develop, um, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, if you don't, um, you know, if you don't have good dialogue, if you don't have uh, a solid written model for a movie, yeah, uh, it's gonna get nowhere. Um, before you know it, you're gonna end up with. You know the Transformer series. <laughs> I, yeah, so, uh, something unauthentic and then something that doesn't really catch people's honest, eye. And honestly, it's because the those are the the movies that are uh, looking at shareholders more than looking at the uh, yeah at their audience at their not even the audience, just more the art form. Okay, because I mean people are gonna go see the Transformer movies. That's why that's when I say shareholders. They shareholders look at. What are the likeliness of somebody coming to see this movie? Taking their kids, how much the uh, and the merchandise they're gonna be able to get from it, how much they can sell t- off of you it. You know, the tickets are just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movies and all the Blu-ray, whatever's and everything. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of you know you'll you'll hear about the art, the art films and stuff like that, quote unquote, that don't have that budget of a big star movie. Yeah, like indie films and shit like and, that. But they'll still they'll push through, like uh, uh, Donnie Darko. Uh-huh. Like they'll still push through because their ideas are so irreverent, as in they're just out of the off the wall, very, um, you know. And honestly, uh, if you have, I don't know if you've seen Donnie Darko. No, I've heard really good things about it though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's an okay movie. Okay. On in and of itself, it has a lot of weird ideas, but. Um, 
But it, that's like the dope part about when you're first creating something, you have all this freedom. You have no, no like, hey, this guy's not going to pay for this because, or he's not going to pay for this scene because he doesn't want this in the movie. Or you have complete freedom. Yeah. Yeah. You're away from sponsors. And so you have, the there's no, there's no agenda. There's no objective you need to make. The objective is for you to complete your movie and make it what you want it to be. You know? Yeah. You want to uh, just focus on the idea that you started out from. Yeah. And I mean, when you work on a team, like on a smaller team, you know, when you start work, working together, like uh, like talking about ideas, sharing ideas yeah. uh, for the movie, uh, in a smaller group, it becomes a lot. Uh, it, it just, it works a lot better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't have 15, you know, like say you have a small team of five, they have a group of 15 that most likely you're not going to be able to get anything done. And not only that, but there's like so much love being poured into it because yeah. it, it, might, it might be their first, not their first first, but their first like, big break Mm -hmm. and so they're spending they're spending every uh inch of their life devoted to this movie as opposed to you know the bigger blockbuster movies or um like uh like romance like romance comedies i think are are like rom-coms yeah yeah rom-coms are like staples they're they're (laughs) they're always gonna make a little bit of money no matter what time of the year and is it usually like a low budget I feel like they have a mid budget. They have mm-hmm. a mid budget and then they have like a average like income when it comes to that. But it's like a that that to the people who are working on it, that's like a, a regular day job for them. Yeah. You know, I mean, of course they're probably paychecks are a little bit uh, you know, a bit fat. I don't know, I love rom-coms. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. And I'm sure that they're entertaining. That's why people go to them. That's yeah. why they're for sure going to be making money regardless. But if you Go see if you like. You're saying people take risks when they go see a movie in theaters. Yeah. Now you don't, and and so now that was money and time when you go into a theater. When you're at home and you're just you on know, Netflix, on Netflix, Hulu, I mean, Hulu mm-hmm. you know, you're you're you have a lot of options, and ultimately, what you're going to spare is your time. Yeah. What's worth your What's worth your time? Like you said, and if you feel like I don't have enough time, then I feel like you need to take a step back. Well, it's even like, uh, I think it's not even having enough time. I think people look at it as like their time is valuable. So say I commit to a show and the show is 18 episodes, 45 minutes. It's, you know, it's about what, 16, 17 hours. If I commit to a show and then it ends up being where like, you know, it falls flat. It's kind of, oh man, like I just, yeah, you, you know, spent. I just, like, I, I felt that way about Dexter. I watched the whole series of Dexter. I only liked about four seasons out of that. I think it was like six or seven seasons. Yeah, it had a lot. And yeah, and it, and it ended up being like, damn, I committed, and I was already so committed into it that I already, I had my breaking point. I was like, okay, well, fuck. Yeah, that's you know? a, that's kind of how I feel at this point with Game of Thrones. Yeah, because time is valuable. It's yeah. not. It's not even not having time. It's like you made time for that, and your time time is very precious. It's 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 worth more than money, honestly. Uh yeah, no, definitely. You value your time at whatever time you're gonna you're gonna put it at. You know. Yeah. And uh. I feel like if you go and spend some time looking at, oh, actually, honestly, it just depends on uh, if you enjoy movies, you're gonna value the time that you spend watching movies more than if you, as to compared to somebody who maybe enjoys, I don't know, just going out for hikes more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than watching movies. You or know, you could do both. <laughs> I honestly don't think I could. 
Just watch it on your phone on the way up. On the way up. <laughs> Probably fucked up. Someone just passed you by like, what are you doing, man? Hey, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to catch up on Game of Thrones, asshole. <laughs> Yo, I still haven't seen that show. That's actually an odd one. I still haven't. I've only seen about one season, but I know everything already. So it's kind of like, what's the point of watching? Yeah. No, the, if you're, if you've already know the reveals and stuff like that, there's, it's yeah, hard to get into anything, it. But yeah. No, 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 no spoilers. No, no. Uh, no, once, once you, like you said, you dedicated, uh, time and effort into a show, like you can't get the, that time back. But honestly, yeah. uh, while a lot of people feel like they have a limited amount of time in their life, I guess, yeah. like I get that, but there is a lot of time ahead of you. You still have, I, I don't I, know. I think it, people at our age, we look at everything as like. 20 like you only you only look at it from day one till fucking day year year 40 you know what i mean and i think everyone wants to get everything accomplished before year 40 and, and that's where they you that there all this anxiety is the depression yeah, yeah. in this younger group of people yeah um for me i, I feel like i i've got a lot of time and yeah. i mean i know a lot of people will say otherwise because no I, i'm a big i'm a big fan of like just you know as long as you're making moves consistently it's fine. But I do want to speak on, because you're bringing up time so much. You did go on a rant with me the other day about how you were so into dating apps for a little bit. So I did want to get into that. Uh, yeah, no, I um, uh, I had just, uh, I had broken up with my ex-girlfriend of like three years. And uh, during those three years, that was the three years that uh, dating dating apps Dating. <laughs> yeah, like dating apps and like so. Like, I remember you told me uh, what was the one uh, the personal ads you said? Oh uh, yeah, the personal ads on Craigslist. Oh yeah, my which god, I, I I know nothing about this no, stuff. No, so no, when no. you opened him and another person opened my eyes, I was like, holy fuck! No, I mean before. Like the thing is, before we had apps, I mean everybody. You know, you everybody's heard of Craigslist and and it's yeah. been around since like forever yeah. since the internet has been around. Um, and yeah, there's always been those like weird stories of like the, the news always, uh, sensas- sensationalizes it. Yeah. Like, oh, the Craigslist killer. I mean, that's. Oh, there was one, right? Yeah. yeah, there, yeah that was, a, that. that was a true story. Yeah. But that was like one out of like 60 billion of. People. Yeah. Not even people. It's like events like that, that happen on Craigslist, people meeting up constantly. You know, that's where you saw events being listed. Like Facebook has like. Uh, event calendar events and all that stuff too, but Craigslist was the the place you went to <laughs> before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, that's where also where a lot of people wanted to, uh, if you wanted to meet up for whatever reasons, whether you wanted to like fuck or just to oh shit, <laughs> uh, to, fuck, to play some chess or just play some honestly just to play some chess. I mean, yeah, that's where you went to uh, to meet up local people that was the that was the thing that was it wasn't the, weird to you or it was just so normal um it was weird at first just because it was like people on the internet you yeah know? yeah yeah but what i realized is that the internet is just a tool and it's not another world and that there are people at the end of all these words and you know at these on these keyboards at the time um and honestly the the reality is is that if you're in if you're at the time if you're into anime and you know, all this other stuff that a lot of people at the time, again, this was like 2009. What year is this? Like 2000, between 2009, 2013. Okay. You know, honestly, like around, vaguely around that time. Yeah. Um, no, uh, people were still very new to the internet. They didn't want, they didn't really trust 
people from the internet. Well, I think when like, I was a kid, like everyone used to tell me like, yo, internet's scary. I remember I had a MySpace in, uh, in middle school. And they used to always, I think my mom would always make the joke, like, are you sure you're talking to that person? Like, they get into being a dude in a fucking and, you know, white underwear on the other side. Yeah, you know? you know what? Like, even if I um, I would talk to, you know, there was a, there's a rule of the internet. You know, there's a bunch of rules, like, some... Okay, I don't know these rules, so, so I got to no, hear no, these. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. Like, I don't, I don't know them all, but <laughs> there's, a, there's a rule uh, that says there are no girls on the internet. Oh, that. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is that when I first heard it, it was very like a masculine, not masculine, but uh, uh, what's that word? Uh, like, like female antiphobic, like, okay, like afraid of, because it was like, girl, like, uh, guys who were on the internet, like, they were all sleazy, old, like, yeah, yeah, how, uh, how my mom described them, sleazy old guys, yeah, fucking yeah, exactly, trying to give me candy to fuck me, exactly. <laughs> but what, but what really is, is that, um, what what you learn is it, as long as if you're just talking to somebody on the internet like before you meet them yeah. you you get a sense of who they are and what they're into and uh, let's say if you you do get into uh into uh like a I want to say a relationship but you're just like a like pen pals with somebody okay um you get to know them and then regardless of honestly at the end of the I day think, I think what's so scary about the internet is the fact it's not face to face like, you know how now you can video chat and there's an actual, there's a face to these words. You can read someone's body language, shit like that. But if I'm talking to someone, someone could be a great writer. They can feed oh, me everything you know I want to hear. You're, you know you're, what I mean? You're right. But I feel like now, I think it takes a lot. That, that would take a lot of effort for very little reward. Mm-hmm. If I, if somebody would, if somebody wanted to kill me, like. <laughs> like Not even just kill. Just like, waste your time. Just waste my time. Because like, there are people like that. Well, I mean, yeah, but then you're on the other end wasting your own time. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. if, like, I always took the thought in my head, like, when it came to uh, other people on the internet, it was just, it doesn't matter who they are. Honestly, it's who I perceive them to be because that's just who you're, regardless, is just in your head. All these words, everything, the connotations, everything. Yeah. I mean, and I don't even, uh, like... I don't know. It's just uh, people on the internet. Uh, they're they're people on the other end, unless they're yeah. robots. So you're pretty pro on this, then. Um. Yeah. 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 No. Uh. The internet is just a tool. Okay. It's so just, when you started going through these dating apps and personal ads, how was it? Like, how was it? Because you know now it's really easy. You know, it's Tinder. You swipe. I, I don't. I think it's swipe right, swipe left. I think you were telling me about yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Tinder. But how I was mean, it before that? Because now it's really easy. Yeah. Well, I mean, the palm of your hand. Yeah. Before, exactly. You're before you, you had to get on the on the computer. You had to like go to the website, obviously. Um, and then what you do is you read through the ads, and there was different categories of what you wanted. You know, platonic relationships, or you know, or whatever else. And yeah. on the and on there is listed like the the people will tell you what they want. And if you're looking for what, if you look out there and you you put yourself out there. Um, it's it's the um, what you're looking for. It's out there. Yeah, like uh, yeah, if you, I, I get what if you're saying. If you, because yeah. a lot of the things that people are are looking for that can't find day to day, there's somebody out there that's looking for you. I guess like I don't I don't know how to explain it. Like um, you don't always. There's a small chance that you're gonna run into somebody that you actually like on a day-to-day basis uh if just walking down the street but if you're you have a profile set up 
on like let's say like Tinder or whatever. Yeah. Then uh you you put out there, hey, this is what I'm into. This is are my these are my likes. This like these and those are just very like, you know, abstract ideas. But um if you just somebody's looking for you, basically. That's what I'm saying is that if you put yourself out there, it'll come back to you, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You put the energy out. Okay, so what do you um so this is like someone that's never used dating apps or shit like that. So this is like from the outside looking in and I look at it and it looks like it's just a fuck site like Tinder and shit like that. Are there actual like people? Because I always hear this from women. They're like, oh, why can't I find it? You know, why can't I find a guy? I hear this from guys, you know, why can't I find a girl? And then it's like, are there actual people that when they're using these dating dating apps or dating websites that they're actually looking for a relationship? Uh, oh, yeah. No, no, definitely. They're, um, is, it, is it like, are the numbers like 50-50? Or is it like how I'm thinking? Like, Because in my head, I'm like, uh, oh, it's 80-20. 20% of people looking for a relationship. <laughs> the, no, no, the rest no, are just, it's, you know? it's, it's a small percentage. Um, but they're out there. The thing is, is that I feel like a lot of uh, women use Tinder for uh, ego, not ego boost, but uh, mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, I guess a bit of an ego boost. Like, oh, look at all these swipe rights. Some. Oh, okay. Oh, there's some. like a counter of that? Uh, if you don't, It'll tell you. It'll give you like a little number. It'll be like there's 99 plus likes on oh, your okay, 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 on your you know, account or whatever on your account. Like, mm-hmm. and, and what you have to do is you have to swipe right on people. But women, they get every guy's gonna swipe right on them almost regardless. Yeah, unless the guy, and then unless the guy is very meticulous about what he's looking for or something. I don't know. But a lot of guys, they they don't like uh, they'll swipe right continuously, and they won't get in. <laughs> they won't get any. Uh, they won't get any likes back. Uh, I've, I've heard someone say that. Yeah, they said they just go through till their amount is done, and then um, they yeah, wait yeah, for the next no, round. I mean, and that's how it is for um, for guys on there. I mean, so for guys, a lot of guys are maybe using the app for hookups, and that's not when women are general. I mean, there are women out there. Who are looking out there for just for hookups? Yeah, and that's where you something they, not serious. Yeah, yeah, nothing's nothing serious. Then that's where they go is Tinder, and they 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 and if you they're they tend to be looking for they're they're very obvious about what they want, yeah. and they won't wait. They're they're not gonna waste their time with somebody that they're uh, they they don't immediately like. You know they won't swipe right. They'll yeah. just be swiping left all day, um, but. As far as those people who are looking for a relationship, um, they're very um, obvious. Uh, not so much on Tinder, more on like OkCupid and uh, uh, Match.com, I guess. They're <laughs> like, because uh, with Match.com, you have to pay for it. You got to think about that, you know. Like oh, you if do? You're, yeah, yeah. If you're, very, if you're very serious about it. And... Um, Okay, Cupid has apparently has a like a fifty percent success rate. I yeah. don't know where the hell they get the numbers from, but that's what that's what has been said. Not I don't even think it was from them. I think it was from somebody like a, an independent, uh, like yeah. Uh, Wait, so and when you because you know you said he jumped into dating apps right after your uh, breakup. Well, you said three years, the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was that um? You know, I don't know if you don't mind me bringing this up. Was that before you said that you were homeless? Um, or was that after? Wait. The fact. Oh no no no! I, that was I was homeless for maybe two years, three, give or take. You know, a few months. Yeah. Uh, that was before. Um, I ended up homeless because I moved out from South Carolina to San Diego, 
And I was supposed to have a job like lined up for me. Yeah. And then ended up not it, happening. It, it, yeah, it ended up. Wait, not. so what happened? So you had so you left South Carolina. Are you from South Carolina? Uh no, well, I'm originally from San Diego as well, but okay. I moved to South Carolina with my parents for about a year just to kind of like regroup and get my it was like that was literally maybe a year after I had graduated high school. And then um I moved with them to South Carolina just to uh, save up some money. And then I moved back with a job. I had, I started working at, you know, a little Walmart. And then when I got, um, they told me I could transfer and I had done all the paperwork and everything. And when I got to, when I moved, you know, I saved up 24, like 2,400 bucks and I moved. Yeah. <laughs> Cross, dude, I took a, I took a fucking bus. Like from yeah, South man. Carolina, it took three days. Fucking San Diego. To San Diego. Yeah. And, and that's where all my friends were at and everything. So that's where all my support, that's where my support group was yeah. personally. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that job didn't go through. They, I went to the, I went there and they're like, oh yeah, no, we, we filled that position or something. Like I didn't understand it. I kept looking for another job and I had saved up enough money to maybe stay at the apartment that I had. Uh, the room that I had rented in the apartment for about three months. And when the three months were up, like, yeah, that the was funds, funds were out. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and what sucked is that at the end of the, at the end of those three months, I, um, I actually found a job, but it was down the street from the place I was staying at. And the new place I ended up living, like couch surfing yeah. was maybe on the other side of town. And they wanted me to be there at six in the morning. And the buses didn't run that early at the time. Yeah, so yeah. I was just, it was just bad, bad luck, man. So I ended up uh, couch surfing for, for a while. And that's pretty much the two years of just me trying to uh, get a job. And mm-hmm. I ended up actually moving down to Mexico for like a couple months. What did you do down there? Um, well, that's where my, my Mexicali, that's where my like family's from. So I, okay. I moved down there with them, with my grandma, just for like, I was actually working in the fields, like in the U.S. Yeah, and then going across back to Mexico every every day. It was fucking shit, dude. It was uh, like waking up at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that shit's backbreaking. It's funny because people like trying to make it, like it's easy work. Like, no, that, no, no. What, what, what were you doing? What uh, kind of fruit or were you picking? Um, no, I wasn't picking. I was you actually weeding. Oh, was, you're weeding. Yeah, okay, because yeah, yeah. because um, I had a couple of friends and myself that we we were picking fruit. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, that shit sucks, man. Like, <laughs> no, and honestly, that's what motivated me. Uh, that having to do that motivated me to like actually get something else done with my life because yeah. I I did not want to do that. Like, um, that's actually what my my dad, my father, my bio dad does, and he got me the job there. Yeah, and after two months, he stopped showing up. <laughs> oh, what the hell? <laughs> Oh shit. Um and so I just kept I kept going and then finally I was I had been applying at this place called uh Job Corps. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard of no, it. No, no, no. It's yeah. it's like a um a lot of people go there who don't have their like um uh high school diploma okay. and like their their moms and dads their parents make them go there when they're like failing oh, okay, and okay. shit like that. And I actually found out about it and I was like they're going to give me free room and board and, and they're going to like pay for me to go to school or they're, they're going to train. They were going to give me training. So I was like, hell yeah, yeah. I'm going to go do that. Like, so I, I applied and it took them like, like I said, like three months for them to get back at me. 
And I ended up getting, I finally got in and everything. And what it was, it was just like this, um, it, you go, you just had to stay there for a week and you live there. And they, they did everything. But basically at the end of the week, you had to leave. And, but then you come back, you just kept coming back, back and forth. It wasn't, it was kind of like, like, uh, did you stay at the, you used to stay at um, Barracks? Like the, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, it was exactly like that. Oh, okay, okay. It was exactly like that. Every morning. And then the weekends, they'd just be like, they would shove you out. So yeah. They yeah. wouldn't do that there, but yeah. <laughs> Wait, so, and so how old were you when you were going, when you were doing this? Uh, let's You're see. You're about 20, 21? 20, 21, and then 22. Like, yeah. What was like the emotions running through your head at that time? Because did you, did you tell your family about the, the job not working out, your parents? Uh, Yeah, yeah. No, no. I got a lot of shit for that. They were yeah. just like, oh, you shouldn't have gone in the first place, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I got to, you know, dude, I got to live my life, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I commend you for doing something that a lot of people are afraid to do, you know, because you, you took your own path. Yeah, it didn't work out. But you, it's it's that, life experience. And and it's something you can learn from. Yeah, and that's life. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna fail a lot. Yeah, you, that's just that's just life. You're, but I mean, for every failure, you're gonna find something good out of it. You know? Yeah, because a lot of people are too afraid to make a move to fail. Because the thing is, is that what happened with at Job Corps was that even though I feel like I had, you know, like I said, like I ended up homeless and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up in Job Corps, and what they did was they um, they I applied for their college program. Yeah. Cause I was doing so well in their regular like computer tech program or whatever. And I had um I applied for their college program and they let they got me in. And that got me in for the for the next two years because I was only supposed to be there for six months. Mm-hmm. And they let me stay there for two years while I went to college. And I actually went to college for like, yeah, like two or three, almost three years there. Uh, did art, a lot of art. Like that was that was when I, like, just grew as an artist because I had, I had nothing to worry about, like in terms of paying bills. Yeah, and I would just have to come home to that place that, you know, the yeah, like the the, the room and board. Yeah, the, that room and board. You know, but was there a lot of the like. Did you meet anyone interesting during that? Oh my god! Anyone that was like really. Pivotal in your growth or no? Oh, so much. Yeah. So much. So many people, man. Like, honestly, I, I don't think I would, that's, I wouldn't think I would be the person I am today if I hadn't gone, gone obviously gone through mm-hmm. the people that I've met, you know, I had people who were um, all walks of life, you know, people who were there because they're, like I said, because of their parents making them go there. So you got a lot of angsty teens that were just like, man, I don't want to be here. And then yeah. you got, you got that combined with people like me who was like, this is an opportunity for me to get out of the rut that I was in, you know? And so um, there was a lot of weird mingling of people. I've actually, I actually met this girl who was from, I don't know, some like far off Island and like just South of like Japan. And she didn't speak any English at all when she got there. And I just, I kind of went up to her and I was like, Hey, what's up? Like, like I started teaching her English <laughs> while I was there. And um, recently I saw her on Facebook and she moved to New York with her husband and they're like kids. Oh, shit. And I'm just like, like I taught her English. Like that's, yeah, crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's crazy, you know? It's like the little things that you end up doing in life and that they go a long way for some other people sometimes. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, you can put that positive energy out there. You know, everyone makes the jokes like spread love, but yo. Yeah, no. I know. I was a very angry young man. And yeah, me I'm too. Like, Honest, <laughs> yeah, me too, man. Like, it wasn't until I, I got into that, that um, I let, started, I learned to let go of the problems that I was, like, the mentality that I had, which was, like, very, like, I'm going, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. And, you know, fuck everybody else. I'm just, like, nobody knows anything. And that was, like, my mentality. It's like, nobody knows anything. I'm the yeah. only one that knows shit. I don't know. I'm the only one that knows what the fuck's going on. And then I met this group of people. I'll admit, you know, they were like, they were like very into psychoactive drugs. And I just got into it with them. And they like. They, What'd you do? Uh, a lot of shit. A lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, they, the, it was, uh, I think the first thing I did was LSD oh, shit. with them. And we were at a beach. We went to the beach and it was three of my friends and we just went. Um, we dropped a- we dropped the acid right there. It was just like a little piece of paper, you know, mm-hmm. and just started chilling. It was just, and all of a sudden, like things just started moving a little bit funny. And, <laughs> you know, I just started feeling strange and very like, um, just very uh, calm and centered. You know, uh, I actually started. Uh, so because of that, I actually started looking into psychoactive drugs just in general, like the history behind them and yeah. all that stuff. And I, I, cause I, I wanted to put, I wanted to learn what I was putting into my body before I did it, you know, and before I kept doing it. Is it odd at your age now that you look back and um, you look back, what about, uh, I was in, I was probably like five or six. Okay. So when I first started learning about like acid and shit like that, um, I had to remember that I used to watch, they used to make us watch these videos in class. So, you know, you, 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 at your age, do you look at that like those videos? I remember watching a video in class like do acid once, your brain's fried, <laughs> all this shit, and like it showed like a girl jumping in a pool, she fucking killed herself. I was like, holy shit, that's fucking crazy! I'll never do that. No, and no. I remember like I, I I've never done any 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 major drugs. I've never done really anything to be honest, um, like that kind of stuff. I keep my body my body's a fucking temple, baby. But no, um, well, you not, treat not even, it like a temple. Not even to talk, not even to like make jokes right now. Um, so you look at shit like that, but then you see like psychedelics are becoming. Uh, yeah, they're, 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 it's a new wave. It's like a, people are looking at like they're actually enhancing their their way of thinking, their way of life. Yeah, yeah. No, right now there's a there re there's a rejuvenation of the study into it because mm-hmm. you know um, because marijuana just got legalized most of the U.S. You know, and now it's now people are starting to look towards uh, the other drugs that they're were like being DMT, acid, exactly, um, and all, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah um, and so. Back in the '60s, uh, when people started uh, doing all this stuff, it was people viewed it as a like a. You look back and you're like party drug, yeah. right? That's not what acid or. As a kid, I just looked at something. I was like, "Oh fuck, it's gonna melt your brain." Yeah, you know. Then, I remember I was like 18 when I heard a friend of ours uh, tell me he did acid, and I just in my head I was just judging the shit. I'm like, "Man, what are you doing, bro?" Yeah, and you know what? I was, dude. I was straight edge until like I was like 19. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um. I just, uh, I, I actually started looking into it. And what I learned was that, uh, like, uh, LSD was manufactured by, not manufactured, it was accidentally made by a chemist called Albert Hoffman. And what he was doing was he was trying to um, uh, find a way to make women, uh, pregnant women conceive. And what, the, what he saw was that uh, people who were in, like, 
uh, like older elder women would give the, a wheat plant, like with a fungus, to women who were uh, pregnant, and they would like it would induce, uh, you know, birth. And so he was trying to recreate that in a pill form. You know, he wasn't trying to like make a drug. And one of the chemicals that he was going through, he accident he, it actually accidentally touched his skin, and he went home uh, on his on his way home. You know, riding a bike, everything just like became euphoric. Very everything colors became really bright, and you know his he had to like stop. He thought he was gonna die because of like because he didn't know what he was messing with, and so that's what a lot of people uh, nowadays. Um, don't they don't understand the chemical and the idea behind it? So what they what they were trying to do with LSD during the '60s was actually use it for therapeutic uses, rather than like for um, uh, for ther- like uh, psychotherapy. Like, and now that research is coming back, and people are actually seeing things like uh, the LSD has can can do what. Uh, they, what therapy does in like six, uh, six months, like six months and like two hours. Yeah, because I think I was reading somewhere that they've been using a lot of um, psychedelics too with uh, people with PTSD. Oh, and there's yeah. actually a great book that I am, um, sorry, it's like, I can't recall it right now. That it talks about the history of drugs and it brings up that story exactly. And it's just like, it's, it's crazy because I, you know… And as I, someone that hasn't done anything like that, I, I look at it and like, oh shit, like it's scary. You know, it's a new I, idea. And I understand that a lot of people do abuse it. And that's the problem. Of course, that's the problem well, with almost like anything. Anything, anything, anything at all. Uh, uh, alcohol can be abused. Cigarettes, you know, like- Chocolate. Not, yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, there's yeah, on some serious shit. Yeah. Because you have, um, you have a lot of writers that say they like to smoke cigarettes in the morning. They like to, you know, smoke when they write. I'm not going to shit on anyone if oh, that's no. their creative juices. No, no, you know no, what no. I mean? And honestly, I'm not- If anyone's using whatever they want to use, that's their body. They know there's their sovereignty to that, to your body. Uh, and you don't- You don't- tell people other people what to do with their bodies you know yeah and i and i do that i say that as an individual i'm not saying that that as a society we should you know throw away prohibition on certain things um what do you mean like crocodile i don't know if you ever heard of it it's a it's a russian drug that literally oh i think i heard a little you bit know, about it. I, is that the one that like melts your skin that, or some shit yeah and honestly like i don't know anything about it so i can't really yeah, that's, those are the only, that's the only thing I've heard about it is that it melts your arm off or some shit yeah, like so that when you use it. That's ridiculous. Uh, like you know, there's like there's a part inside of me that says let people do whatever the fuck they want. And and there's like and then there's another part of me that we need to take care of each other and we need to say like, hey, you can't do this, yeah, you just, can't do that. I mean, just just look at you the uh, you look at the obesity obesity epidemic that we have in the US right now. You know, uh people are getting a lot uh heavier and it's just not and then the reason is because uh we don't have proper labels on things and then we allow companies to advertise for products that are really toxic to people uh like like cigarettes cigarettes for for a long time i mean you would see kids smoking cigarettes you would you would you would see like the you heard of camel joe right yeah Okay, dude. I, I was a car- I was a cartoon character aimed at kids <laughs> to smoke, you know. And I think I remember seeing that as a kid. Like yeah. I think it was probably at the end of it yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. But it's just 
I don't know, man. Like people, for someone to play ignorant on something nowadays is really hard for me to understand because there's so many avenues to get that information. And I get it. I can't, and you just, know, can't get and, mad at someone like for something you don't know. And like you said, but like you said earlier, you you don't have a time to read anymore. You don't even yeah. have the time to read anymore. What? How do you? How can anybody expect? But somebody like I said, else? there's different ways to get that information. I personally use Audible a lot because I like to buy books a lot, and I but I buy the ones I really like. But then on Audible, I'll like just start cycling through shit. I'm like, hey, I heard about this book from somebody. Someone brought up this one. I cycle it. And then books I really like, I actually read them and I like to have the physical copies. So, you know, if I'm doing that, someone else can do that. You know, like I, I, it's, it's like when I see someone that I hear them complain a lot about um, being physically fit. That's really annoying to me. It's annoying in a sense of, okay, I get it. You're new. There's so many, there's YouTube accounts. There's like little, there's so much free shit. Yeah, yeah, there's no. so much free shit out there yeah, for you to learn shit. If I want to learn about marketing, there are ways for me to learn about marketing. Oh, yeah. If I want no, to learn about this, that, you know, like every it's, different approach. It's, there's because of the internet. Yeah. You know? And the internet's an amazing place. It's a, it's like you said, it's a tool that it's, needs, to, that is being, I think by, you know, people younger than us are being utilized. Like they're getting taught to you. Like it's nothing to them. It's, yeah, yeah, no, it's no, so, it's, it's so, it's gonna like, be it's so, um, Ah, uh, fuck. It's so uh, simultaneous with their life now. Like it's, yeah, yeah, you I know, mean, it's, it's, like with it's me, like it's, it was a, it was a new thing, you know, cause I didn't get internet thing till like 12 years old or some shit. AOL, yeah. piece of shit, fucking exactly, yeah, dial same. up. <laughs> I just remember he had that fucking <laughs> and the shit wouldn't work, you know? Like I remember, uh, I used to watch fucking Dragon Ball Z episodes oh, on fuck. the fucking internet. On the, yeah. Fucking download them. Yeah. Fucking, but oh fuck, you know, like yeah. this fucking dope. Me and my brother would go through and watch them. Now yeah, fucking kids, you know, they can... There's a fucking uh, streaming service. Now. Yeah, there's a streaming service, and you know what? That's uh, that's the kind of stuff that we were really—I don't want to say fighting for, but like really like hoping would happen because yeah. it was so such a hard time sometimes getting you know fresh episodes of anime or whatever. Yeah. And now that we're so connected, fresh everything. Like I remember, I you know I didn't know about sports till like fucking like actual like history of sports or like history of like certain things like. You know, at the end of the day, I'm never really going to get to see um, Michael Jordan play. Oh. But I can go back on videos on fucking YouTube yeah, and, and watch, watch that shit. And, oh, yeah. I, I never got to watch Martin Luther King's speech. There you go. There's hey, a video. bitch, I can go to fucking YouTube There's and watch video. that shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to make it fucked up, I, if I want to see JFK's assassination… There's a fucking video. I think there's yeah. a video. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm like ninety nine percent. I feel sure. like it's a historic thing. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. And but you know recorded. what I mean. Like it's there's like so many different things where yeah, before yeah. you missed that speech, baby. You missed the speech. You missed, you missed but it. But this goes back on the whole like you were saying with movies. You know, time is valuable. People used to make time to hear the president talk. People used oh, to yeah. know, now we go for the fucking highlights. I'm like, now, hey, let me no, see what now, they said. Now he just tweets every thirty seconds. Or oh something. yeah, yeah. You know, I I I can't really say much on that. But you know, with the whole. Internet is, I guess my point is, internet's fucking amazing. And it's scary. It, it was scary at first, but now it's like looked at as a tool. That's where that's where it's like, it connects with these psychedelics. Me personally, it's scary as fuck to me. Yeah, I probably yeah. won't ever try one. I'm not going to lie. Well, But to people that are going to go out there and they're testing it, you know, they're doing research on it. And then, um, like I said, they're doing, I've been hearing things that they're doing, uh, they're using psychedelics for PTSD to treat PTSD. You know, they have drugs like DMT, which I personally sounds really crazy. It, it you know, sounds, I hear about you know, honestly, Joe Rogan, sound, uh, yeah, yeah, Mike, Tyson, Mike Tyson has talked about using it. So yeah, it's, it's, it sounds crazy. It sounds like it's something like I recently, there, actually recently, yeah. I actually uh, recently took my girlfriend out for a 
uh, my first LSD trip in like oh, shit. fucking forever. Yeah, like, yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of recently because like I I just don't say not, no dates, but yeah, yeah. I get you, I'm, I get you. I'm not saying any dates. I'm just saying it's been a while. Uh huh. So I um and for her, you know, um, it was just um uh, she was also very much a straight edge person, and then. Um, you know, I said, you know what, this stuff can really help you like, so you're Charles Manson right now, baby. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm hearing is you're fucking Charles Manson. Hey baby, put this on your tongue. No, no, no. I mean, I, I I always said it's available. If you want to do it, I'll do it with you. I'll babysit you. Cause that honestly, um, you get some, like it's for, I feel like a lot of it, you want to, you want to use it for creativity. Yeah. You think you have to be comfortable with yourself though to, to do well, shit like that? Well, that's the thing is, is that if you're not comfortable with yourself, that's what I've heard. If you're not, you'll com- freak the fuck out. You could, but if you're, <laughs> but, but if you're, well, the thing is, if you're with the right people, if you're right, if you're in the right environment, yeah, it can be very therapeutic. And let's say that you're stuck in like, um, like if you're if you're if you have depression or things like that. Honestly, right now, I'm not saying it'll quote unquote cure it, but it helps push you out of your depression because. It gives you a much more uh, vibrant look on life. Like it, things are a lot more beautiful, and you okay. really, it really does not. And the thing is with LSD specifically, like psychoactive, yeah, they're non-habit forming. So then, and what the, does that mean? So that means that there's no chemical in it that makes you want to keep doing it again and again. Like cocaine, cocaine <laughs> is very addictive because it has dopamine uh, in it. Okay, it's like it's a dopamine. It creates dopamine in your brain. And it, and that's that's the thing in your brain that makes you want to do things over and over again. Um, whatever whatever you do, like in your life, uh, working out, working out creates releases dopamines into your brain. Yeah, burnt, you know, and, habit forming, like you said. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's habit forming, and so that's why a lot of people, for some people, it can be very easy to just get into the habit of working out. But other people, it's um, so for that's that that's you know that's dopamine but with lsd it honestly when i the first time i took it many 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 years ago it actually made me not want to do anything anymore like i like i was just i was satisfied with life i didn't want to do like oh god you know how um not like not in a sad way no i know but you're just like it's already killed any drive though no, 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 no. It honestly did the opposite. Because the thing is, is that, I, like I said, I was a very, you know, when you're younger, you're angry, angsty, like teenage brain, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, well, you're all over the place. You're yeah. all, you know, and for me, it, it, it took me out of like a dark mentality that I had about people. Like okay. I had a very like, um, uh, like. I was down on people in general. Like I, I was, that was from like the whole, like you said, uh, hanging out with the nerds, you know, for anime and shit like that. Or is that just like, your yeah, I was like, I was like, man, nobody wants to hang out with me. Fuck everybody. You know, like, wow. you know, that yeah. shit, but it's funny. You bring that up. That shit's, a, that shit is a fucking detriment. Cause people feel that energy. Oh, like on some, like on some spiritual shit, you know, like not even to really get into it. Um, people feel that man. It's like, it's weird. Yeah. 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 And, and it, like you said, you know, you said that drug helped you out. But it's like for people that, you know, I wouldn't want that to be the only way for them to get out of this no, feeling. No, the thing is, is that, like I said, it's a tool. Yeah. And I mean, if you don't, uh, and a lot of people in the medical, not the medical field, but the therapy, like uh, like therapy scientists. I don't <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get you. I get um, you. They're, they're like, this is like a miracle way of getting people to out of their, um, their root, like their, 
uh, bad routines, bad habits, it, it like pulls you out of it. Like think of like a, a fish hook out of like water. What do you think about situation. hypnotism? Um, think if you want to be hypnotized, you can get. Think it's a load of croc. You can be hypnotized, but for the most part, yeah. Yeah, because um, I've heard a lot of people bring up, like I was just telling on the previous uh, one before you got here. Um, so I was listening to Kid Cudi. This is, uh, this is an episode from like five years ago, four or five years ago. He talked about on uh, Joe Rogan. He was like, oh, yeah, like, um, I, uh, you know, I wanted to stop smoking. So I started getting hypnotized. Uh, he told about the whole like, trial of it. He said it helped him stop smoking. He hasn't smoked in five months. You, uh, Mike Tyson talked about being uh, hypnotized at like a young age, around 12 years old, to be a ferocious, you know, fucking boxer, yada, 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 yada. So, I mean, is that a placebo? You think that's a placebo? A, that's a placebo. That's definitely a placebo effect. Yeah. That. And the thing is, is, I don't know much about it. And then, um, because then I wonder if these drugs, like if, you know, like, you know how you have a pretty positive outlook on um, LSD and acid and shit like that? Yeah. You think someone that doesn't have that outlook, does it affect them the same way? Like, have you seen that before? Um, I think uh, from all the people that I've like seen who have uh, had a good reason to take LSD rather than just to like party. Like the people who I've seen that just want to party, like go to fucking raves and fucking they, all they do is like drop acid and or MDMA you know, and all that shit, they're not going to get much out of it because they just, they're looking at it as a party drug. Yeah. If you look at it, if you're, if you go out and just use it so that you can find information about yourself, it, it brings down a lot of your barriers. A lot of the things that you're just like, I'm not going there. Yeah. I'm not other, thinking, that, I'm not like thinking about that. They couldn't do in the normal world. Yeah. Like, just like, I'm not thinking about that. Okay. Like you, you yourself, you perform blocks, mental blocks in your, in your psych, psyche. To avoid things, subjects that you don't, um, you're not, you don't find pleasant about yourself. You know, whatever it is, whatever like thoughts that may be creeping in your head, like the cobwebs, it like brings all that down and it comes and it brings it to light and it lets you analyze it and think about why it is that I'm doing this. Why, why, and all that stuff. And like, it takes, you can go to a therapist yeah. and it'll take you five years to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. or you can drop acid. And, oh, shit. And honestly, I'm yeah, not saying… Express, it, expressway. Yeah, I get, no, I get you're the, not no, saying no, that that's true, but it, for some, it may be… It, it may be the thing that they need Instead to of get a therapist, of yeah. And it's not even just a therapist. I mean, honestly, I think… Because the there's way, a lot of different avenues. There's a, you know, meditation. There's yeah, a, no, no. What I'm saying, though, is that I feel like there's… Um, you can… If you take it with a therapist or somebody, somebody that honestly, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you take it with a therapist, somebody who knows exactly what that they're trying to probably has five stars on Yelp. Just <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you take it with a therapist, they're gonna, um, they're gonna really just turn your whole world around. And they could do it in one session, but honestly, I think in smaller in smaller doses, it it helps. Like, um, I, you know the. What's that place? The Valley, um, where they make the microchips. No, oh, uh, uh, Silicon, Silicon Valley. Silicon yeah. Valley. Right now, there's like it's actually a really common thing for Silicon Valley, uh, like programmers and stuff, to do uh, to microdose, which is take really small amounts of psychedelics to help them with their programming, to give them new, fresh ideas, because it it breaks you out of your like what something you're not seeing in your routine okay. in your mental habits that it breaks you out of. It, it literally rewires your brain. Like literally when you, people who, they do, they've done CAT scans of people who have 
had depression and then people who have taken psychoactive drugs, whether that be uh, magic mushrooms or LSD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just a very different composition at the end of, at, after the end of the other one. And it's not temporary. It's not temporary. It's not because of the drugs themselves. Yeah. It is like a per- long-term permanent change, but it's not like a, um, your, your outlook on life is forever changed, but you can, you're still gonna, you might slip back. You know what I mean? You might, yeah. you can go back on, cause I became like a total fucking hippie when <laughs> I like started tripping. Like you, you look at me back then, I was like, I was, you know, tie dye, long, I had long hair. I still have the big beard, but yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah. You, know. you know, you know, um, I'm gonna have to do a lot of reading on this because, um, I don't know if it's just this romanticism of drugs nowadays. Because drugs, not, not not talking about psychoactive only. No, no, I'm talking no, about I, cocaine. I, no, no, I, I meth. Yeah, yeah. Weed. And there's like this weird. There's this weird, like there's this weird zone we're in right now where I noticed a lot of people I know at the age of 24 do cocaine, completely normal. It's yeah. odd to me. I find it very odd. Um, I, I, I just, you know, I just not my way. Yeah, yeah, no. But I also, mean, but that that's a drug that's known. To have negative effects on your body, and I don't get it. It's like okay. it's becoming like cigarettes. But oh yeah, yeah, no, no. Um, but the other the other thing you gotta think about is that um, we use uh, elements of like meth, like the medication for meth. I yeah, mean, not meth and prescription medicine. And, yeah, yeah, you're uh, talking about um, Adderall. Yeah, Adderall is exactly like meth. Is 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 compositionally identical, but. Because they, it's a smaller dose. And again, we prescribe this to kids. And while you think like, you know, we, I agree that maybe we might be over-prescribing it to some people and, and, and yeah, it leads to it, abuse. Well, there's like this romantic part about, there's like romanticism of it now, you know, it's like, it's looked at as like, you know, I'm not going to shit on it, but it's, it's like, it's glorious it, in a way like, oh, you know. Like for say, uh, like how we talked about it, like, oh, you know, well, like, like, like you that like, helped, like it, like it's like the cool thing to do. Yeah. Like okay, yeah, and I and and you're and I think that's what drove a lot of what the the marijuana legalization is the romanticization of it. Like it's weed, man. You know, and there's like that you know big weed culture, and like now that it now that it's legalized, now that it's here now, uh, like. You're gonna start seeing younger kids like their use is gonna drop. Like um, Vancouver, not at Vancouver, um, Colorado. I'm gonna say, or yeah, I think Colorado saw a drop in teen usage for weed. Uh, like after they legalized it, you know, I think, I think it's because yeah, like it, oh, like I've always was, made, I've always was, made that joke. If you if you legalize coke, I don't. I don't know. I don't think as many people would try to get a hold of it. But then you also have to look at it. There's a lot of people like, oh, it's not illegal. There's a lot of people that don't do things because it's illegal. You know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, but, uh, but I think the other part of it that you got we're focused on, like you said, is like people should do whatever they want to do with themselves when they're an adult. But we're all, what we're focusing on is, uh, you know, not wanting kids to get involved with it and shit like that. Yeah, that's always like, that's yeah, the, that's, you know, detriment, that's, that's really that's detrimental. That's and that's really detrimental to their brain. You know, um, it's not going to formulate correctly. So, 
what's good. It's not cool. You know, things are like um, things now that it's legal. Yeah, like weed. It's not like not a, the cool thing. It's to not do the anymore. cool thing. Like it's not the. Um, I mean, still a lot of people are going to do not weed. The re- now. No, no the rebel. Weed. That's not the so rebellion old. thing to do. Yeah. If like somebody told you like like you said like cigarettes like cigarettes used to be like the rebellious thing to do. Yeah, smoking stogies. Smoking, you know, and, smoking a stogie, and bro. Even now, and then even nowadays, you know, I I feel like. Um, you either addicted to cigarettes or you, you know, you're like, you think that they're cool for some reason still. Like, yeah. honestly, I, I, I like the taste of like a menthol every once in a while, uh-huh. you know, nothing wrong with that. But again, every once in a while, I, but again, I'm not, I'm not judging people for what they decide to do with themselves. Like I, I'm sure like people judge me for whatever you know, the fuck you, know, you eating yogurt weird. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you know what? We're going to wrap it up here, guys. So what what me and Mark are going to end it off on is do whatever the fuck you want. But there are repercussions to everything. 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 But hey, guys. Uh, Mark, how about you leave them with your social media stuff? Yeah, man. Hit me up on uh, Instagram, I guess. Mark.Zipple. X-I-P-I-L. Or uh, check out Zipple. Yeah, check out his photography. Yeah. Uh, and then Zipple.Art. That's where my drawings are. So I had... Check it out, you know? Thank you very much for coming in, Mark. I didn't expect to go on a psychedelic trip right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'll make sure to have you back on. Where we'll do like a War on Drugs episode. I don't fucking know. War on Drugs, movies, man. Oh, yeah. We're going to get more movies. Um, Mark is actually the one that recommended me to... I was in a cowboy phase for a little bit. Oh, man. And I watched uh, No Country for Old Men. I Great fucking movie. loved it. Great fucking movie. Great movie. Ending was a little... You know, I, I like the ending. I wish I would The ending there is... Was, there's, there's, it's a good life lesson. Yeah. Life goes on. And that's the last lesson for this this week's episode. Thank you very much for listening for listening to Modern Western, and make sure to leave us a, leave us a review. Five stars appreciated, and peace. All right. Love you guys. <laughs>